Hello and welcome to this week's episode from the Veg Grow Out podcast. My name's Richard and I am trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my garden. Now this week I'm looking back over 2022 to figure out what has worked well and what didn't work so good. Uh, and this helps me to think about what I can learn for next year and what I want to tackle next year. First of all, I hope you have all had a really great Xmas or whatever Christmas celebration or annual celebration, religious holiday or whatever you may celebrate. I hope you have had a great time. It's certainly been a very enjoyable and busy time here in our household, hence why this podcast is very late uh, I did plan to pre-record one, but I just didn't get around to it. And Monday night was just full of seeing friends and family, etc., etc. Luckily, I've got the rest of this week off work. So hopefully it should give me the chance to refresh my batteries and get ready for a new year. Now, something that I did get for Christmas as a lovely present from my wife is a weather station. I'm going to be setting that up this week. Now, this is going to be set up in a veg garden because what I want to do is just keep a close eye on the weather out there and keep a, a track of it, keep a log of it, which this weather station will do. Now, this is because I feel this year the weather has been a real problem. We've had record highs and record lows, but I probably say every year that the weather has been a problem. Now, this does affect our crops, of course. That's part of Grow Your Own. We have to work with the challenges, the, the weather that we have. That's something well out of our control. But one crop that has really been affected by our weather patterns this year has been our main crop, potatoes. Now, our first early potatoes were absolutely brilliant. We've got plenty of them, decent size. They tasted absolutely amazing. The second earlies were also pretty good as well, but the main crops were just very small potatoes. Now, I do put this down to the weather. Potatoes do need a lot of moisture, and because it was so dry for, and hot for a long period, I don't feel they got enough water into the ground for them. Now, <coughs> this did affect my crops at home as well as the crops down on the allotment. We dug out a couple of buckets of our main crop potatoes for our Christmas dinner the other day. And again, we barely had enough to make our Christmas dinner. It's a bit of a panic moment, but this is something that we are going to learn from. Next year, we may have to do much more watering on the main crop potatoes as opposed to the others. A good mulch. And let's hope the weather is just a little bit cooler and it makes it that little bit better for our potatoes. Uh, we're also going to grow a few more potatoes in buckets at home and compare them to what we get down on the allotment. This is something I'm sure we've done in the past, but something I feel we need to keep doing. Cucumbers this year has also been pretty poor for us, but I put that down to one not having enough cucumbers to get going and just just not really having the great right weather for our cucumbers. Now, what I'm hoping, we have got this second greenhouse down on the allotment, which has been built. We've just got to put the grass panels into place. I'm hoping that this second greenhouse will improve our cucumber and melon crops. 
What I'm planning on doing is to use one of our allotment greenhouses for things like tomatoes and chilies. We should get plenty of tomatoes and chilies from that one greenhouse. But also, the second greenhouse we're going to use for cucumbers and melons. That way we can control the temperature and the conditions to be just a little bit better for cucumbers and melons compared to tomatoes and chilies. And that should hopefully mean we get a decent crop of cucumbers and melons. Now, why do we want decent crops of cucumbers? I'm quite partial to pickled gherkins. And that's something I've grown in the past many times. But this year I want to grow a lot more of so fingers crossed that is going to happen now the allotment for me is very much an area for growing the crops that look after themselves and i don't really have many projects planned for down on the allotment now we've got the beds built apart from tidying and weeding i do want to build a new compost bin because my one is falling apart and i want to put the glass in the greenhouse but one other project that I want to do, what with the cost of living crisis that is going on at the moment, is I want to have a go at building a hot bed. Now, a hot bed basically uses compostable material, particularly manure, to create heat. And I'm going to be using that to start many of my seeds off. That way, we're not using electricity to try and get seeds going. It's just going to make it a little bit warmer for me. This is going to be a project I'm going to be starting very, very soon. Now, at home, we don't really have many projects in the pipeline as such. One thing I've got is I want to build three more beds. Now, I spoke about this many times over this last year. We've got three current beds that are being great. I want to build another bed exactly the same as that with wooden sides. Now, the price of wood is what's made this very difficult to do. All three beds out of wood. So what I decided to do is we're going to build two more beds. I'm just going to lay cardboard and compost down. There's not going to be any wooden sides. This has been something that I've heard a lot of people discussing that the wooden sides sometimes attract slugs and snails. And I want to see just if there is much of a difference without having any wooden sides. Now, the biggest problem that I do have with our beds is keeping Roxy, my puppy, who was just in here just a moment ago, off the beds because she has a tendency to dig things up. She'll dig carrots up and dig holes in the ground, all of which is down to partly my training, but also her natural instincts. And I'll just a little fence just goes to help keep her off. I did build a couple of fences this year for them. Well, one was of what we've used in the past, out of chicken wire, with uh, from chicken guards, actually. Uh, but they just looked awful. The second one was actually a wire fence, which worked quite nicely. And that's probably what I'm going to look at doing in the future. Now, at home, we also built some new gardens this year. We had the front garden, which I've got to say was pretty successful, although I didn't plan it out very well. I've got to dig out the trees, which I've started doing. We've got a few more to go. And once they are out, we're going to be using the front garden more for growing fruits in pots. I just feel that that works nicely. They're less likely to get stolen. We might lose some crops, but if what we do lose, as long as we get some for ourselves, I don't mind. We might add a few more other vegetables out the front there as well, but I think for the time being, certainly fruit garden is going to be in our front of our house. 
The windowsill garden. Now, this has been a interesting one. The windowsill garden I found to be very, very tricky throughout the summer months. I tried growing tomatoes and chilies, which did okay. The tomatoes were a variety called Mini Bell, which is a small, um, compact plant, which I thought would be great if you need some spaces. But I found the tomatoes to be very thick-skinned and not very full of flavour. So I'm not going to be doing that again. Where the windowsill garden has really came into its own has been where these winter months have came in and I've focused more on growing things like herbs, um, uh, microgreens and shoots. That really has done really well as a kitchen windowsill garden. And that's probably what I'm going to be focusing on using a windowsill garden for right throughout the year. Herbs, microgreens, shoots. Seems to do really well with that. We get plenty of microgreens, we get plenty of shoots out of it, plenty of herbs. So I certainly feel that that is what the windowsill garden is going to be used for. Added to that, we eat all those quite regularly. So, okay, it's not going to feed us. It's just going to add some fresh, healthy vegetables to our diet from the windowsill. Now, the balcony garden, I found the balcony garden to be a bit of a squeeze. Now, the balcony garden was designed to be representative of those who don't have an outdoor space. They only have a balcony, i.e. those that live in flats or apartments. It's been a real squeeze to work in there. And I want to do is build some smaller shelves, just slightly, just so I've got an extra six inches of space so I can actually fit in there and work. Now, apart from that, it's been quite successful. We grew plenty of tomatoes. We grew the potato with tomato on top. We grew plenty of herbs, salads. It did really, really well. So we're going to continue with that throughout 2023. I feel that has been a, a fantastic addition, and I've really enjoyed having to grow in a small space. But I feel we haven't a, a even attempted to get anywhere near the full amount that that garden can do. We had the patio garden. Now, the patio garden, again, that has been quite a challenge because it's needed a lot of watering. This isn't a too much of a problem, but it's something that we are thinking about. We're going to stick with growing things in pots in the patio garden because it just seems to work quite well in that area. The patio we have here is just an area that we might have for entertaining. We don't really entertain that many people anymore in our house, but we... Um, we have a, a nice t table and chairs out there that we might sit in, the barbecue, the the veggie pod is out there, and pots of fruits, herbs, um, tomatoes and vegetables are all growing in this area as well. We're going to continue doing that throughout 2023. It's been a good success, actually. It just needed a lot of watering. <laughs> Now, in the veg garden, I've already mentioned, it's been a pretty successful area, so we won't need to focus too much on that. The veg garden, of course, has been our main growing space for a number of years. Now, 2023 does look to be another great year. We're going to be growing lots more food. We're going to continue on really trying to tackle this, this cost of living crisis by growing all our own food throughout 2023. And this is going to be at the forefront of our minds how can we use grow your own to beat the cost of living crisis so we want to produce food easy cheaply but give us a delicious healthy tasty vegetables 
We're also going to be running quite a few challenges, uh, which I'm hoping you're going to take part in. This could be things like what compost does your potatoes or your tomatoes grow best in? Something that we tried this year. The results were quite shocking. And we're going to try that again in 2023 as well. Who can grow the biggest melon? Um, quite a list of little challenges that we're going to be talking about as and when they come along. So that's something for 2023 to think about. I hope you will join in with that. It'd be great to really get more and more people who are interested in growing your own actually sharing their results so that we can, um, what's the word, use everybody um a community science project, I think is the word I'm looking for, where we can use everybody who's out there to try and see what does best for them. hope that gives you something to think about. Now, each year I do like to grow something I've never grown before. And I've been debating what I was going to do on that. Now, I'm in conversations with somebody who has said they could grow a particular plant on their field for me. Now, I will be growing it. And this is shark fin melon. Now, I've seen people grow shark fin melon before and it gets very, very big. And that's why I've never looked at trying to grow it before. But my friend has said we could use his field to grow this shark fin melon in. We, I've got to have a good conversation with him and just make sure he's absolutely certain with this. But I think we've got something there that we could be experimenting in. Um so that is going to be the plant or the crop that I have never grown before that I'm going to try and grow in 2023. If we don't feel that this field is suitable, then that plan could go back um, and we won't attempt shark fin melon. I, I know it gets very big. That's why I'm a bit avoidant of doing the whole thing. But then if that happens, we will have to come up with another plant that we've never grown before. Well, I hope you guys have thought about 2022 and how your year has been. I hope that has given you a lot to think about and I hope you think about what you're going to be doing in 2023. It's going to be exciting. Please continue to join us and uh, have a lot of fun. I'm not going to bother with any of the usual um, homework or the, the housekeeping that I usually set up today. I think I've I've done enough and this is obviously a bit of a, a wind-up. But... Um, if you could follow us on social media, let's see anything I'm going to say. Have a look at, check us out on social media, follow us. That would be great. Bye, guys. You take care. I'll see you again next time. And that will be next year. Until then, please take care.